Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage is a podcast hosted by Meg and Phil Kearns, discussing all of life's ups and downs as they pertain to relationships, parenting, and life in general. Welcome to Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage. I'm Meg, that's Phil, and it has been one heck of a week. (laughs) Still married, though. Still married. It wasn't a bad week. It was just craziness. I respectfully disagree. (laughs) Why was it bad? It wasn't bad. I have to say it wasn't bad. I started back to work this week, which Uh, which is a little bit different for us because I work from home. And I own my own business. So if you heard one of our previous podcasts, I actually talked about how I do own my own business. So technically I was back to work, quotation marks, two days after we had our son. I was back to posting and creating and emailing and all of those fun things. But I was very lucky because I also, aside from doing my own thing, I also do some project coordination and EA type stuff for another company that is located in Ohio and they were very, very generous and very gracious. And they allowed me to take six weeks of maternity leave completely paid. And that actually ended the Friday before. So on Monday, I started back to work for them, which meant phone calls, scheduling, team calls, all of that sort of stuff that goes on. And it wasn't physical labor of any sort. It was mental. And I wasn't prepared, I don't think, for the brain power it was going to take to focus on the kids, my business, and that business, and just kind of finding a new normal during the day. So it was not a bad week at all. I think it was a successful week. I'm just mentally drained. <laughs> yeah, well, it changed your whole dynamic. It did. The whole for thing. the week. The whole thing changed and it wasn't in a bad way. And also we have the added bonus of our oldest in school three days a week instead of two days a week. We have today was Fridays are a little bit crazy for us because we have preschool and dance class and then preschool pickup and the baby has to eat within that time. And we're usually out of the house. It's not enough time between preschool drop off, dance class dance class ending and then preschool pickup for us to actually go home and get the kids out of the car and then get everybody back in and get to where we need to be. So we, I work from the car. We are fancy people who have apparently Wi-Fi in our new car, which is pretty cool, though we have to pay for it, of course. But it was just, it was a week. And so today was, today was tiring just because I had to kind of fix and you have to think of all the schedules and the baby schedule and, and everything that happens within there. Right. Sorry. It was been a week for me too. <laughs> I was like, you um, know, you know, I can hear you yawning when I edit these, right? I'm sure you can. You can also mute that. Anyway, so just the, the amount of brain power and the amount of scheduling that kind of goes into days like today. And then overall, I had a couple phone calls this week, which was very cool because I was able to actually get in back into talking to people and whatnot. But I had phone calls for my business. I had phone calls uh, for the other company. I just was a lot more mentally than I think I was expecting. But we did it, and I don't think I messed anything up. So those are two positive things. I didn't mess up the kids. No, they're already messed up. <laughs> they're not messed up. They're actually We've done a, they had good a good week. job on that already. Hey, they had a good week. I think probably the older one's doing well in school. I know the last episode we talked about 
his teacher and whatnot, but she had a lot of good things to say this week, which was nice. Yeah, maybe she listened to our podcast. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. But he's doing he's doing well, and he seems to he enjoys his friends. He's making I hear several names, which is really cool. I hear different different little boys' names, no little girls' names, just all little boys. Oh, he's that age. I know. Girls have cooties or whatever they have now. Well, did I tell you that he? Okay, backstory. Last year he really enjoyed playing with this little girl and he was very into the I'm gonna marry my mommy and I was like no you can't marry mommy you have to marry somebody who's not in your family so he named this other little girl and told us that he was gonna marry her and I said well you can't you can't just marry her you can't just decide you have to ask if she wants to marry you I said but it's when you're older and he went to preschool and then apparently he asked the little girl if she wanted to marry him what'd she say well I didn't think that she gave him an answer last year but she's in his class this year. And he so. told me the other day, he said, she said she doesn't want to marry me. <laughs> and I said, that's okay. You're a little young. Maybe her dad will let her. <laughs> I can relate. But she, it was just funny because he said, she she said she doesn't want to marry me. So we can't get married. And I was like, that's fine. You, you can't get married now anyways. You're a little too young. I said, but it was nice of you to ask. <laughs> yeah, you need a paycheck first. <laughs> <laughs> You're not with it tonight, are you? I'm a little tired. I've got things that I could say. Wait. I'm not talking about my job. Why? Because I got things I could say about the whole maternity leave ending. Okay. Don't know if you'll put it in there or like it. Probably not, but go ahead. This is the part where I get to hold the puppet strings. Why? I. Because I, I do the editing. I get to decide what goes Here's in. Here's the thing that drives me crazy about the maternity leave. And I want to make this very clear. Because I'm sure that your bosses will listen to this eventually, or at least one of them. We are very grateful for what they did, and we did not expect what they did. No, because a lot of companies was, don't do that right. at all. You get zero things. You, you get, get whatever off. leave that you have yeah, fully, well, you've fully paid, and then you get short-term disability, which is only a percentage. If at all. And if you don't that's have- what I work for a major company. And that's what they would do. And if you don't have time accrued, you don't get paid at all. Right. It's unpaid. So what they did, I want to make this very clear. We have nothing wrong with what they did. They went above and beyond. Especially for a small business. Right. My issue is more um, governmental, how we treat people here. Because like our kids are the future living in the present. And we decide that after six weeks, the mother and newborn should be separated and that's not even talking about we don't normally care about the father spending time with the baby because most companies don't give paternal leave or whatever so we just don't prioritize our future anymore everything everything's i don't know i don't think so I think maybe it was not worse I mean, before. it might have been but i think it was also like i think at least the way that they want to portray it it was that Things were cheaper, so only one person had to work. So the mother could stay home or father, however it was set up. Usually the mother. I can see that. But at the same time, when you had a baby, the father wasn't even allowed into the room. There are much smaller, not as wealthy countries that do a much better job than us in making sure that a mom and their baby spend an appropriate amount of time together. And I'm not talking like some... I think... I think when they announced what they were doing for you publicly, they took some flack 
for it. Undo because people Undo. didn't know. It wasn't the whole story. any of it wasn't anybody's business or whatever. And him and I had a conversation, and like it's unrealistic for a year. Oh yeah. Or and I think some countries even go up to eighteen months. So, yeah, which is, that's unrealistic for people who work two jobs. <clears throat> yes. Very much I mean, so. let's, honestly, though. I mean, for dual income families. I think three months to six months is like your money spot. Why do you think that? After three months, I think you're ready. Have adult interaction again so with somebody other than your best friends and your husband. You started giving him a bottle, one bottle a day, and that lasted for like three days, five days. Okay. Five days, and then you had to put the brakes on it because he was starting you your words where he's getting lazy he was eating. Getting, it was too easy for him to get milk from the right. bottle so, so he, he didn't want to drink he didn't want to nurse so that, that's not cool no because i, I think, nurse him what seven to nine times a day right and to have one of those be a bottle and him not want to do it the rest of the time that's painful man so i think after three i think in that three to six month depending on the kid and everything you can easily give him one to two bottles a day and he'll still nurse when he's older, definitely. Right. But right now, there's like, it requires that bond and the connection and everything. And you're lucky because you work from home, so you're able to nurse him. There's so many other parents or mothers that can't well, because they don't work at home. Like, if you're a nurse, you usually work 12-hour shift. Do you remember when we had our first and I had to go back to work? Yeah. I went to, I mean, and I had a good, I had a pretty good maternity leave because he was born in the spring which meant that I had the spring and then the summer vacation, and I started back in August, which was great. But I still had to feed him, and he was going to daycare, but that meant I had to pump. But I only had time to pump once during the day, but I was gone for, what, eight eight to ten hours? That's a long time. And so because of that, I wasn't able to breastfeed him for a really long time. And this is not a breastfeeding versus formula feeding thing, fed is best it doesn't matter how you feed your baby as long as they're getting fed i don't care i'm saying that i wanted to try and breastfeed him longer than i did and i couldn't because i was not home with him and i wasn't with him and i was stressed because of work and there were some things that went on with my job at that point when i was teaching but it it wasn't conducive for a breastfeeding mom but that was different when we had our daughter because i decided to stay home Right. But I still didn't get to breastfeed her quite as long as I wanted to, but that was her choice. <laughs> but it would ba- I'd rather it be the child's choice just for the fact that she was done, like she was just done breastfeeding. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But with our son, it wasn't his choice and it wasn't my choice. It, it just had to happen because of well, there was a outside lot, circumstances. There was a lot going on there. There was, but that's, that's part of it is because I had to go back to work. There wasn't a right. choice. But that's what I'm saying. If you could have gone longer, you, who knows? how long you would have breastfed him or whatever and it's not even it's not even necessarily about that there's just a lot that is dependent on being with your children when they're first born they learn the most they change the most in the first year i have to say of their lives the baby's only seven weeks old as of today and he spent 20 minutes the other day cooing and looking and smiling right. at you which he probably would not have done had we not right. spent all the time with him because we used to seeing somebody else and now that that's a terrible thing there are parents who don't have another choice rather than to single parents have to go back to work there's so many different circumstances but it would be nice for things to be taken care of in a better way and for it's not patern- a, paternal leave it's not a company issue no it's not I'm not saying this, that you, that your company or any company should pay you three to six months. No, but at but the same there time. there should be some way that we can work this out 
on a governmental level for the company to be able to pay you a portion of your salary that you can live off of and maintain your insurance. But that takes you into taxes. And everybody, does, like the, the amount of taxes we pay versus the amount of taxes that some of the other countries pay is staggering. And then that gets you into the debate about what about the people who don't want to have children? Why are they paying these extra taxes when they're never going to use that benefit because they don't want to have kids and nor should they be forced to have children? But they're still going to have to pay the taxes that are going to go to these programs. Oh, it's, look, we're going to lose subscribers because <laughs> Phil's going to open his mouth. No, I'm just putting that out there as something to chew on. It doesn't need to be answered right now. It's just something to chew on. It doesn't have to be a tax issue. We spend so much money helping people outside of the U.S. while we do not take care of the people inside the country as well as we should at times in all aspects not just in people that are having babies people on welfare hungry kids that aren't performing well in school because their parents can't afford to provide them a decent meal where we rely on charity to feed them instead of having the government help them out you know charity is a wonderful thing but it only works to people give to it when you're talking about most food banks. You're not talking about great food. It's mostly processed or canned. That's not helpful. You know, a kid eating a bunch of Twinkies or whatever. They're Do they getting... still make Twinkies? Yeah. No I way. So. No. Anyways, a kid eating a bunch of high corn syrup, whatever. Didn't they do an issue that corn syrup isn't terrible for you? Of course. I'm sure the corn syrup people did that. <laughs> I'm just saying... I saw it on YouTube, it must be true. We could take better care of our own people on all levels. There's a way to make it happen. They just have to make it a priority. Can we be done now? Not the road you wanted to go down. Can we be done now? You don't have to put any of this in. Can we we put our car on a different different Sure. You don't have to put put any of this in. Not about censoring you, dear. I want you to have a platform to share your thoughts, even if they're scary why are they scary because i believe it was your grandfather who told you that you don't talk about religion or politics right it's but but nothing it just it's it's common sense it's i know it's an issue that needs to be handled and unfortunately you and i at our kitchen table are not going to be able to fix it no we're not going to fix it it's not to say that it can't be an issue that's discussed And I'm happy to open the conversation. I just don't think that you and I have the answers right now. What's our podcast? We have all the answers. (laughs) You have all the answers you want to have. Well, I wanted to finish the conversation about the first week back to work, but you took that one on a freight train out of here. All right, finish it. Finish him. Finish him. All right, let's go back to that. Your first week back from work was a success. I have to say something to you. What? I'd like to thank you and tell you that I appreciate everything that you did this week to make it a little bit easier. Knowing that what, by the time, what did I do? knowing that by the time you got home, I was mentally spent. Yeah. And so we did. I think we did a lot more with the kids this week as far as playing outside. It was <laughs> there was sun in the sky, so we could actually what? see. What is sun? I know it wasn't raining, so we were able to take them outside several times this week, a couple times um, a day. They. Got to spend time with their grandmother. We actually saw both families this week. We probably did too much. We might have done too much, which didn't help with us being tired. And the baby's sleeping just a tad bit more. I mean, like 45 minutes more, which makes all the difference. Actually, I'm pretty certain we did too much because your oldest, on his own, during quiet time, took two naps this week. He hasn't taken a nap in over a month. Uh, Since July. I said over a month. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, yeah, we probably did too much. But that also goes into the other part of what we did, which was completely remove the device usage from two-thirds of their previously scheduled programming. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. We don't have their Kindles upstairs when they get up in the morning. They're not even upstairs for them to play with. So he is forced to play in his room for a little while while we kind of get things started for the day. And then we go right downstairs. They don't play up there anymore. We just, I just removed that completely. So they can watch their Kindles while they have breakfast. And then we pretty much take them away until possibly lunchtime. And even then they have them for a little while at lunch and then we take them away again and they don't have them for the rest of the day. No, not before bed. Not that he's not calling it his five minutes. Now we do books instead, which is, I think, a really good idea. But we've completely, I mean, they're only using them maybe twice during the day for less than an hour. I like how you're looking at me. Like, you know, because like you're know here. because I, I'm part of the schedule. Okay. Well, they use them for, I mean, they're, I'm not even charging. I probably don't even need to charge them every day. Because they're not, they're getting to about 85% if that. Whereas and we before. Used to, he used to be down to like 20. 20 or 30%. Because he was playing with it during his quiet time, which was fine because it kept him quiet. But he has Legos in his room. He has train tracks in his room. He has books in his room. He, we flipped, he his, flipped bed. his bed over. Yeah, we flipped his bed over so that he could, you know, have, what did he call it? A policeman bed? I don't know. He called it something. And so now his, he has a loft bed. Which is super exciting because it's up high. He hasn't fallen off of it yet. Oh, please don't jinx him. <laughs> I can't. I can't handle that. Don't jinx him. So it, it's been quite a week of changes. They've all been good changes, but everybody's just a little bit tired. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, just tired. Which actually brings me to a side story. Okay. <laughs> what day was it? Tuesday. Tuesday we switched his. We flipped his bed over. He said, "Mommy, I want to flip my bed," and we said, "Okay." So you got home. We went to flip his bed, and oh his his bed. It's a loft bed, so when it's flipped to the low side where the bed is on the floor, there is no under the bed space. The mattress just sits on top of the bed, which is actually a closed off box. So unless you remove the mattress where the slats are, there's no way for you to get things under the bed. Right. So we went to remove the mattress and flip the whole structure over. And once we removed the mattress, we found a, a, a large Tupperware's worth of Legos. Mostly Lego minifigures. Yeah, mostly Lego guys under his bed. And the best part of this is like... I think he felt like he was in trouble, which I was just trying to figure out what they were doing How down they there. Got there. And he was he couldn't come up with the word no. or what it was, but he was very like specific and adamant about what it was. It was that thing. It's they, that place. That there's one a reason thing. that those people were there. Those right. those guys were there. And the way he got them there is because there was a space between where the mattress meets the edge of the bed that wasn't quite flush and so you could see that there was a hole there but you couldn't see into the i mean we weren't looking into the hole because there's no reason for us to look down there because it's a bed why would we think of anything and so when we asked him he was a little bit nervous because he thought he was in trouble we were like you're not in trouble we just need to know why why are there so many legos under your bed and how did they get there which there was so many that this took dedication it did it did it had to take a good amount of time too i mean but he wasn't getting them back so it was like when I put them in there, they're not, they're not coming, coming back. back. So this is dedication <laughs> to what it was for him. That's that's very true. I didn't even think of it that way. He so he sits there and he's trying to explain to us why they're under there. He goes, it's a, he goes, you know, they go there when they make bad choices. They're bad guys. And finally, we looked at each other and we said, 
is it the phantom zone and he goes yeah it's the phantom zone because we've been watching for those parents who are listening we've been watching lego batman and the phantom zone is where all the bad guys go hey yep. bad guy welcome to the phantom zone <laughs> welcome to the phantom zone welcome to the phantom zone i'm phyllis so we've been watching the movie and i guess he has just taken that right upstairs and under his mattress and i'm not telling i'm not saying that his mattress was sitting on top of the legos it was an open space under the mattress right it's like a like an under the bed space but you can it was get like a from the foot outside. and a half the mattress was like a foot and a half above right the floor right and so finally he just he conveyed to us that yes it was the phantom zone and we just said okay that's cool but we're gonna go ahead and take them out of the phantom zone and put them away and he was freaked out because like normal people when you move furniture that hasn't been moved in two or three years, there's, you know, dust buildup and stuff behind it. So we had to vacuum out. He, he was so freaked out. We were going to vacuum his Legos because he thought he was in trouble for this, which we were just both like laughing about. Yeah, he thought we were going we to vacuum the Phantom Zone. We did not. But thinking about it now, when he's been a quiet time listening to him on the monitor, I've heard him say like, Hey, bad guy. Hey, bad guy. <laughs> like, you're a bad guy. And I, I've never, heard it. I just didn't. I never put like it put it together or thought about it. And and he never asked for those Legos back. We didn't know they were there. No, but he did. That was commitment to the it Phantom is. Zone. It is. And I think it's it's a testament to his imagination because that does take a lot of time and effort and everything. I also think it's funny because you build Legos with him and within a day they are absolutely destroyed unless we glue them together. And he's not upset that they're apart. He's taking them apart on purpose and building, building random his new own, things. His own stuff. I yeah. mean, he has cars that are strung together with Lego chains. He's got uh, I don't know what he's doing, and he'll explain it to you if you ask him. Yeah, it looks nothing like what he tells you it should be, but in his mind it does, so like that's cool. That's what Legos are for. It, it's very cool to, to hear that part of his imagination when he doesn't know that you're listening. Granted, this week I have also had to tell him, hey, buddy, I can hear you downstairs from your room, which is all the way across the house and upstairs. So he does. Clearly, he has dedication to many things. One of them is whatever storyline he's playing, because if he gets mad at one of those bad guys, you're going to hear about it. Oh, he gets mad at his Lego sometimes and wants to put them in timeout. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Or the day that he said he threw them away. I don't know what he's going to be when he grows up, but he is a pretty creative little guy. Yeah, he comes up with his own stories and storylines. He builds his own. Some of the wooden railroad tracks Mm. that he's built have been pretty epic. He used to build a different one every day just to show us. The first couple of days, they didn't connect. Then he figured out how to connect them. And then they got really imaginative. They were huge. They were. And they did, you know, they turned and they had you know some inside some of the other ones and he would tell there was <laughs> there was one that he made and it was when i was earlier on in the pregnancy and he would always ask what the baby looks like and it's when it looked like a little shrimp <laughs> where it was like c-shaped almost and he built his lego or his he built his train track to look like the baby the picture of the baby that he saw mm. and so when i came in he said mommy look at that track it looks like the baby and I looked at it and it did have that like little like wiggly right. C shape that kind of looks like a little shrimp. And I, I was very impressed, a little scared, but very impressed that that's what he thought of to me. So not only is he building a train track that connects, they, he's making them look like things that he sees. That's crazy. Yeah. I never built train tracks like that. I don't, 
I don't even think I had the wooden train tracks. I have realized that I am creative in different ways, and I didn't really play with toys in ways that they weren't supposed to be played with. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like if it with was Legos, I had a lot of Legos, and I loved Legos, but I was basically like, I bought the set, I built the set, I played with the set. I didn't really like customize it or make my own stuff. I couldn't figure that part. Like, I mean, I probably could, but that wasn't what I was buying the set for or whatever. That's interesting to me because he's an old, he's an oldest child and so are you and I. Right. And so you would think, I feel like I am very much a rule follower and I know that. So I can understand that I played with toys the way that they were designed to be played with. I didn't take things out. Even today when I go to help him build things or if we're playing with a toy that's completely you know, one of the magnetic toys or something that is freeform, I build the same repertoire of things. I don't... I mean, I always draw a sailboat <laughs> on your back. <laughs> but I always... I If we're playing with the magnets, I always make a house first and then I make a tent. And it's very structured and it's very easy to see. Whereas he'll build something and he's like, Mom, look, it's a, a spaceship. Like, I have no idea how he got it to be a spaceship. Or, you know, it's a pond. I have no idea how he decided that all of these things with straight edges were was a pond. I, I don't have the... My brain doesn't work that way. And I think... He's just testing us. He might... He's like left-handed. He's got that left brain thing going on or whatever it is. Uh, they used to say your left brain is your creative brain yeah, or something. Yeah, left side, right he's side. He's left-brained. Left-handed, left-brained. However it works, he know. is. And maybe that's it. Instead of him being a first child, it's just that you and I are both right-handed. I have no idea. And I don't have to figure it it's out. It's probably I... a good thing we're doing this podcast. Why? Because he's going to be creative. He's going to want to make videos or something. True. But I don't know why. It's not that I have to know. It's not that I'm trying to analyze him and figure out what, who and what he is. I just, I'm just curious. Yes, because she are. is very... She's very different because she he will do what he wants to do any way he sees fit to do it. So if it means that he has to turn around three times and, and stand on his head, he's going to do it. And he's going to try it six times and frustrate himself before he gets it done. Whereas she's the opposite. She won't try and she sits there and she watches. She did it at dance class. She sat and she watched for a couple weeks actually before she even attempted to participate outwardly. But right. when she participated outwardly... She did a lot of what they were requesting of her. She does it with him. She did it. She wouldn't sit on the bike outside until what last week, and then she asked if she could sit on a big bike, right? And she was able to get on it and put her feet in the right places and try and pedal. And she, I mean, she did more than he That's did. A lot like it's it's just amazing to me because she is a, she watches, she internalizes, and then she does, and they are so different because he, he's a tornado. Well, that's that. And she's a wrecking ball. <laughs> Deliberate. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just like, um, oh God, when she was young and you would ask her to find something, she could find it. She's not so good at it now. I think that's more like I just don't want to find it. <laughs> but you could, you could kind of explain to her where it was, where you could never really explain to him where it was or how to do something new. And he would, like, even, even just shutting a door. And something being in the way of the door shutting is like, move that one thing. He's pushing as hard as he can on the, on door. the door. She stops, looks, finds the one thing, moves it, and shuts, then shuts the, the door. door. So she, yeah, she's more, she's more deliberate. He's just like, I'm going to use my brute force to get this done. That is very true. It's been a week of discovery, I guess. 
more than it was a week of things about me and having to go back to work and my mental capacity. It was really a week of all three of them doing new things. I mean, the baby is smiling and cooing and talking and <laughs> he's huge. <laughs> and I say that in a loving way. He's, he's growing very well. He's very healthy. We call him Tank now. <laughs> He's a tank. Yeah, so we, we his nickname is now Tank. But he's growing and, and she's just, I say blossoming, it sounds funny, but she's really just grown into this little person who definitely has a personality and definitely has opinions. And She makes these faces now. She makes these faces now when she asks questions. I have no idea where or, she gets that. No. No. No clue. None. <laughs> the faces when she's asking a question like, what are you doing? that that face it's just like where did that come from yeah her little her little attitude and it's not always a bad attitude it's just it's just whatever it is that she's trying to question you and she'll she knows when she's trying to be cute she knows when she's pout she started to pout which is yeah. not something that that the other one has ever done really she's a powder and so she will stop she's a girl she, excuse me boys pout too yeah but she's you, you stop it. right there oh uh. I'm just all about losing subscribers today. <laughs> she it, she will pout and stop in the middle of whatever she's doing, and she will refuse to budge Yes, if it's not her idea. But she also does not like being left. And when I say left, I say quotations left if she thinks that you're going to go do something else. So if she refuses to leave the basement because she's playing, but everybody else goes upstairs, she'll eventually come upstairs. And eventually, I mean, within 30 seconds. Yeah. If you're walking down the sidewalk and she's decided that, no, she doesn't want to go anymore, she'll stop. But if you keep walking, she'll eventually come with you. But as soon as you give her attention, she stops again. Right. So with her, you you almost have to ignore the behavior in order to get her to understand she's not going to get what she wants. Yeah. She's going to be... Children are difficult in general. That's kind of the purpose of children. Yeah. She's two and a half. And Not even yet. And's already figured this out. She has. And then, so she's just become a new a new little person as far as verbally and, and sharing her thoughts and her opinions. If she could just start going to the bathroom on the potty. <laughs> That's the next thing. But, and the, and the oldest one has just, he's able to comprehend so many things that I think were a little bit hard on him. Because we expect him to understand. And in reality, he's four. And if you were, to, you were to see somebody else's four-year-old, if you're not a parent and you see a four-year-old, you're like, oh, they're four years old. That's so cute. You don't expect them to be able to do a lot of things. But then when you have a four-year-old, because they're four, they should be able to do all of these things because now they're four. When in reality, they may not need to. But because we haven't done this before, we don't know what the norm is. We just expect everything out of him. Yeah, he's difficult for me. Because he knows. Because he doesn't act for sometimes. Yesterday, he was acting crazy. And I was like, boy, calm down. And he comes out with the, I'm going to spank your butt. But he used the other word. He used the donkey word. <laughs> I'm going to spank your donkey. And uh, he starts laughing right away. Because he knows he's being, he knows it's funny. And he, and he knows he's not supposed to say it. And he knows he's a mother and, and can't hold it together when he says stuff like that. And he knows that I'm probably going to laugh. Which we all did. When he acts like a four-year-old, it's like, you can do all these things that aren't like a four-year-old. And then you act like a four-year-old, and I have a hard time remembering you're four sometimes. 
Which so isn't really, fair to him. No, but all of these are challenges for us because we're par- we're their parent. And we're just guessing. We are just guessing. And half the time, three quarters of the time, I'm guessing wrong. So I think you and I have so many high expectations of ourselves and of our kids that we have to remember that they are kids. So we reintroduced Sesame Street this week, which was wonderful. They've loved they've loved Sesame Street. Yeah. And we reintroduced the books and the reading. We entered. We reintroduced. We sing to him, to the oldest one every night. We've, we've started singing to her now that she can actually sit and pay attention. So we've done all of these things that kind of add to their routine, but still allow them to have a little extra attention and still be kids. I think we've been, I think we've done all those things and we also are being stern and firm, but calm. Consistently. Like calm about it too. There's no discussion anymore. Just... Like, I don't think she had time out today. That would be cool. Probably Did you not. send her? Mm-mm. I didn't either. That's the first this week. Yeah. But even even at dinner when it's something other than chicken nuggets, <laughs> you know, he always he's always negotiated dinner. And it's I was just the other day when you were feeding or nursing, I was I just looked at him. This is your dinner. You're not getting dessert unless you eat everything I put on your plate. And he started to, and I was like, we're not discussing it. That's my decision. That's it. And he he sat here for of dinner. a couple minutes and decided if I was being serious or not. And then he ate everything except one piece. And he he told me. That that piece hit the floor. I don't think that piece hit the floor, honestly. I just think he didn't want it. It's very possible. Possible. I really think we would have seen it if it hit the floor. We were sitting right here. But at the end of the day, it was one little piece. He did eat very, very well that so night. So I just gave him his dessert. I'm not going to tr- make the kid eat something off the floor. I wasn't paying attention enough to know if it hit the floor. I'm 99% sure it didn't. But I think it probably hit the chair. Which is his equivalent even, of the floor. I think it may have hit the, the table. <laughs> like, I think it fell off his fork onto the table. It fell somewhere, clearly. Because I don't... But I don't think it was got the floor. Off of, he never got off his chair, so no. it definitely wasn't the floor. We changed our style. And I think that came It'll from... It'll change again next week. It Yeah. Every time. Every time you figure something out, it changes. But I do think that... We talked about this last week and how we needed to make some changes... And I think we started off trying to make those changes and trying to implement everything at once. And so by the time the weekend showed up, we were like, whatever, we're not doing this. But I think we stuck with certain things that were really important this week. And that did make a really positive change. And the kids are loving. They don't notice that quote is a change from how we were doing other things. They just think it's new and fun. So they love story time. They each get to pick out a book. They love sitting there and reading and listening and you know, they're looking at the books. They're pick, They're asking questions. They're, we did shadow puppets the other night. It's just some of those fun things that they really enjoy just being kids. And I think we needed to kind of get back to that. And now that we have a little bit more flexibility in our time and in our attention, because the baby is progressing and able to do more things and you can hold him more often or he could be in the swing or I can hold him and do something, he doesn't need a hundred percent of my attention while they also need a hundred percent of my attention. So this is an easier way for us all to coexist, I guess, and and to be part of the same family in a way that's positive for everybody. And that's good. I think that I'm going to take that as the positive thing that happened this week. 
despite the fact that I feel like I've gotten hit by a Mack truck. And not because I'm sick, just because I'm tired. Half the time, I don't know what day it is. But I'm happy to be back to work with the other company. I'm very happy to be back and be able to talk to them and kind of do some of those things that that do keep me happy. And, and I mean, I enjoy my, my schedules and I enjoy helping others and I enjoy having those conversations. So I'm happy to be back with that. But I'm also happy that it hasn't affected the kids. Like, they're not upset. They don't think they're missing anything. They're still getting my attention the way that they want it. And even more so because I've made them the priority in the times that they need to be the priority. But I've also set strict boundaries on when it is their time to be independent. Right. Like I said, next week it'll be different. Yeah. Next week we'll, we'll, we'll see how I mean, next week goes. Uh, my fingers are crossed. My toes are crossed. My hair's braided. <laughs> I hope it goes well. And we're getting into the holiday season, so we've got Halloween, we've got Thanksgiving, we've got all of the fun activities. It's just all coming up to a head where it's going to get real busy real fast. And every, like you said, everything's going to change and nothing's going to be routine anymore. So if I can keep this routine for a couple weeks, I'm in. Sounds good. Good luck. Thanks. Thank you for joining us this week. We appreciate all of our listeners and those of you who have been with us since episode double O very first one as well as those of you who are just joining us now if you could do us the biggest favor if you could subscribe and leave a review on itunes that's the best way for us to be discovered and to find more like-minded people or people who really just hate what we're saying either way we welcome all kinds if you could do that for us on itunes we would really appreciate it if you have other things that you'd like to share with us stories things that you're trying to uh commiserate with us on we welcome all of those things as well over on our social media my instagram and twitter are at meg O'Kerns, m-e-g-o-k-e-r-n-s and dear what are yours both of mine are at meditamerican m-e-d-i-t-e-r-r american m-e-r-i-c-a-n and baseball season's over, so you have more time to tweet. The Nationals baseball season is over. Our team's baseball season is over, so you have more time to tweet. And Hockey not troll started, people. Quit trolling other teams. Who am I trolling? I don't know. You're trolling people with Batman memes and gifts. Oh, that's the Braves. <laughs> they deserve it. Their fans were not nice during the year, which they had the right to be. But <laughs> If you're a Braves fan, we still love you. It's fine. So Speak we, for yourself. we look forward to chatting with you next time. Have a fantastic week. Bye.